Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, wherever you are on the Faith FM network. And you are joined by myself, Lawson, and my wonderful co-host, Danuta. Danuta, how are you doing Girl, this morning? Great, Lawson. And how are you this morning? Oh, yeah, I'm fantastic. I, I'm good. I woke up nice and early, had a had a nice long shower, and it's just feeling, you know, cleaned and refreshed. Isn't and, that the best, having a yeah. really warm shower on these cold days, oh, like first thing in the morning? Awesome. It's just beautiful. Eh? It's just <laughs> awesome. And especially like when your floor's really cold and you get in the shower <laughs> and it feels like your feet are burning from how hot it is. And it's like, and then, you know, you, you acclimatize and then everything's good. It's just, oh, it's just wonderful. And then, you know, put my, my clothes on, my long pants, my jumper, you know, jump in the car, drive out here to Curry where it's a good six, seven degrees cooler than where I'm staying <laughs> and get out of the car and just freeze until I run into the studio. And you got feel the here. difference, don't you? Absolutely. Hey. You yeah. know, you guys live out here, Danuta and producer Yeah, Shell. we're not too far from here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's really nice to, yeah, not to have a long trip over, but I have a, I had a fabulous sleep last night. Oh, really? And I just think it's so important for our health and well-being, and I just thought, what a wonderful God we have. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of sleep last night, so I was at my desk doing some work. I was preparing. Uh, I'd, I'd come home from some stuff that I was doing, and I was, I, was, uh, I was feeling a little bit sick, but then I was like, oh, I need to prepare some stuff. I was preparing like a sermon, and then I started to feel tired. And I have like one of those fan heaters like blowing on the floor. And so then I just like laid on the floor in front of the fan heater for a little bit under my desk. And then I fell asleep and woke up about two hours later. I was like, like at, at like 11pm, I'm like, wow, I, no need sermon a, prep. I need to get off the floor and go to bed. Hey, coming up in today's show, we are going to be talking about Pakistan. And things that are happening over there, the way the country is shaping up, and essentially, well, a few things in the religious area, but also how the country is seeing a 30% inflation rate year on year, which is just absolutely devastating. We'll see how that shakes out. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Here on Faith FM, and we are going to have our first quiz for the final day of quizzes before the the draw that we are having at eight forty five. Yes. So in First Corinthians, Paul said he planted seeds, but who watered them? Mm. In First Corinthians, Paul said he planted seeds, but who watered them? He's not actually talking about actual seeds. Seeds, is mm. he? No, he is talking about. The gospel. Mm-hmm. He's talking about spreading the word and the knowledge of God. And That's well, right. hey, it's in First Corinthians, so you could look it up, or you could use that big brain of yours, get in, and tell us what the answer is. Read that question for us again. In First Corinthians, Paul said he planted seeds, but who watered them? So if they're going to be looking in First Corinthians, there's going to be a lot to look into. So. Absolutely, <laughs> but hopefully they know it off by heart. Absolutely. Hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. And if you do, again, guys, final opportunities. Just send in whatever. Just send in, you know, 
Like, who ordered them? A tractor. You can, you just send it in. Just let us know because we have an amazing prize for this week. The Days of Daniel board game, which we are giving absolutely for free to the person who wins the draw. So you need mm-hmm. to get your answers in so that you'll have more chances. 0491-064-669. All right, Danuta, what is happening in the world of positively different news? Well, we were talking earlier about how much we enjoy our hot showers. Hey? Oh, yes. And like that, that is oh, just so yes, important and absolutely. beautiful, not only to warm uh, you up and get you going in the day, mm-hmm. but also for cleanliness. Mm. Um, water is so important. That's the first thing I drink when I get up in the morning. It's the first thing I do, actually, is mm. just have the water. And um, water is such an important part in our lives, isn't absolutely, it? Just for yeah. drinking and cleanliness, sanitation, all of those sort of things. But you know that, I mean, the thing is, Lawson, that, that there's so many people in the world that still don't have good, clean drinking water mm. um, and, you know, good sanitation. But the, the great thing is that there's a report that's come out by the World Health Organization and the United Nations Children's Fund, um, and it shows that there's, there's been improvement for billions of people over the last two decades. In fact, it found that 2.1 billion people have actually now gained access to safely managed drinking water since the year 2000. Wow. And, which is fabulous, isn't yeah. it? Like 2.1 billion. And then 4.5 billion now actually have access to safe sanitation. Mm. That's a fabulous improvement, isn't it? Like, Absolutely. I mean, we'd want to see even more than that, but that in itself, to, to have that in a report. And I actually had a look at the report too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it covers all the different areas and I want to actually go deeper into it as well and, and really really pull it apart and, and and see more what's in there but for up to two billion um, yeah um, sorry basically the hygiene has actually increased for eight percent over the same period mm. with three quarters of the planet's eight billion strong population now actually having access and so the great thing is is for people's health and well-being mm. they not only have the drinking water and clean water I don't know if you've ever drunk really bad well like I was brought up in Adelaide love Adelaide hi to those our listeners who are down in uh-huh, Adelaide absolutely love Adelaide but one of the things was that I could never I don't know how it is now because I haven't been living there for quite a number of years but could never drink tap water so when people would come and visit us in the home they would actually say oh can I drink the tap water because in their states they could Mm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you could not drink Adelaide tap water. Did it just taste bad or was it really unclean and well it's not that it was like dirty dirty but it was just not good for your body. Really? Yeah yeah no you could you could not so um you know and 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 so I just think of some of the people that in India and other places like that that just don't have. And I think of my cousin who went years ago to Cambodia. He mm. at the time he was a civil engineer, yeah. and he actually went over with ADRA, which is the Adventist Development Relief mm. Agency. And um, yeah, they actually did some of those um, the wells for for the places to actually have fresh drinking water. We take it for granted because it's there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh man, I I went to Ethiopia two thousand nineteen. And dude, this is, this is like a, a life changing story. So I went there and, you know, when we've, we talked about, we, we actually did radio from Ethiopia. It was amazing, but I made a crucial mistake while I was there. I was really careful about, you know, what I was eating and what I was drinking and whatnot because I didn't want to get sick. And one day I just mind blanked because we were in like a kind of fancy hotel. Right. So you're just like, oh yeah, it's a nice fancy hotel. Assume it's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 And, um, I just mind blanked one morning and I brushed my teeth with the water Uh, from the tap. And then I. And that proceeded to make me sick for the next nine months. Yeah. Uh, And I. 
basically threw up every meal that I ate and like wow. lost like 15 kilos and was like struggling. But, but, you know, I've been able to, to find freedom from that struggle and, you know, through good health Fabulous. and good health, uh, good health practices. But at the same time, I can totally attest and I know mm-hmm. the, the awful effects of bad water. Now, for the people who grew up there, maybe it's, it's not so bad, but, but so you gotta think if it's like, if it just, if the things in the water just make you so sick, yeah. then surely it's not good for the people even who are used to it. Well, and that's the thing because they could be getting sick all the time and they think yeah. that's part of normal life, Yeah, but it's not. Absolutely. So, yeah, a need for clean water. Water scarcity is a huge problem that our world is facing. So the fact that we've been able to take strides in that, um, despite the increasing demand and difficulty of doing that, it's like, wow. You know, praise God. That's mm, amazing. You know, that's it. That's it. The report also does highlight on the flip side that there's still about 3.4 billion people, so two in every five, that still do lack safe sanitation. Mm. So there's still area for improvement and also highlights the, the, the burden that a lot of women and, and girls um, have to face with actually fetching water. So seven in ten mm. actually have to do that. So, But, you know, I think of the verse that, um, you know, in so many places bread and water comes up. And in Exodus it says that bread and water are so important and I will take sickness away from the midst of you, God mm. says, and I will fill the number of your days. So that shows us how important that really is to us. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it, it is vital. It is, well, water is often uh, just a symbol in the Bible of life, you know, mm. and and it's a symbol of life. It's a symbol of people uh, because where there is water, there is life. And, and Jesus himself says, I am the living water. So mm. he relates, you know, himself to to being the word and he says he who comes to me will never thirst mm-hmm. because you know when we're thirsty we long for something more mm. in that sense and when we long for you know when we find jesus that thirst is actually quenched mm, um, absolutely. So, yeah on another thing that's another environmental thing which is really fantastic as well and this one comes from brazil um basically under the former president um, bolsonaro there was a lot of forests being cut down um in brazil and since the new president has come in, he's De Silva, his last name is De Silva. He came in in January. Um, the deforestation, so cutting down a forest, has actually gone down by about 34%, which is totally brilliant because we know that, again, trees are so important for us in our environment, for the air that we breathe. And when the, the trees are being cut down and it's for mining and other things, mm. um, it's actually taking away what we are meant to be having in our environment. Mm. And, um, and so this is, I think, really good news. Um, they'll, they'll actually see, though, with, with the rule change, whether it'll start with the summer in the Amazon, as historically this is actually the time of the year when fires peak in the region. Mm. But it'll be really interesting to see what keeps happening in that space. But I just think mm. it's a, a really fantastic thing again, you know, when we look at God's creation. He created trees. That was part of his creation um, in the first week. And mm. um, and it's actually very important for all of us. So I love the fact that in Brazil that is actually happening. And it's mm. also looking at the fact that for the indigenous people, he's actually going to be protecting the areas for indigenous people. So he's looking after the very first nation people, which is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing stuff, Danuta. Mm. And it, it's very... Great news, eh? Yeah, in Insightful and, and a blessing, absolutely. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
talking and we are going to have our next quiz. Mm, this one's an interesting one. In the King James Version of the Bible, what magical animal do we read of in many verses? Is it A, mm. fairy? Is it B, unicorn? Is it C, ogre? <laughs> Or is it D, a hobbit? Yeah. The Imagine qu- those. Hey, like where on earth would you find those? That it, would be interesting. That is amazing. Is is Shrek in the Bible? Is Frodo <laughs> in the Bible? Hey, is Tinkerbell in the Bible? Like, let us know. 0491-064-669. That is the number two text. And again, guys, this is your final opportunities to get in for the quiz to win the Days of Daniel board game. Mm. Like, guys, you want this. You need this. And, and you'll have lots of fun because up to six players can play. Absolutely. With ages five and up. So yeah. it can be a real family thing. Or you can take it to your mate's place and yeah. get a few people over, have the pizza or the Japanese food like you love having. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I keep remembering that. <laughs> yeah, ja- hey, it's, it's, you know, it's not just Japanese food. It's all, it's all Asian food. It's all, I just love rice. I just really like rice. and Maybe you need to move over to Asia. No, no, no. Stay here. For no, no, no. I, no, 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 no. I'm going to stay here. Hey, <laughs> hey 0491 We've also got testimonies that have come through for how great this game is from Sky, who has won this game previously from The Breakfast Show. She loves it, so it's fantastic. Hey, awesome stuff. We are going to... Hey, what's up, what's up producer Shell? We need to read that question one more time. Oh, sure. Hey, let's get it for us, Danina. In the King James Version of the Bible, what magical animal do we read of in many verses? Is it A, fairy? Is it B, unicorn? C, ogre? Or is it D, hobbit? Absolutely. 0491-064-669. We've already got correct answers coming through. So fantastic stuff there. You are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning, and I am going to be talking about Pakistan. We're going to be talking mm. about Pakistan this morning uh, because Pakistan is a country in crisis at the moment. Pakistan is... So, so this is thing. It's called the Global Peace Index, and I reference it often because it shows the conflict and the strife that is happening around the world. Now, at the top of the Global Peace Index, like the number one most peaceful country is Finland. Australia is in the 20s, you know, mm, amongst... It is high up there, isn't company it? ...company like, you know, Portugal and, you know, uh, Spain and those... EU countries and whatnot, which has had its fair mm. share of difficulties. I think we saw uh, the Global Peace Index has been running and calculating since 2011. Uh, and since that time, Australia has actually dropped uh, a little bit, but for the most part is, is kind of always skirted around, you know, it, it's in the top. Uh, the top sixth, essentially, of the list. Which is fantastic for us to know that we're in such a great country. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Pakistan, on the other hand, out of the 163 countries on the Global Peace Index, is 147th. So it is amongst companies such as Venezuela, uh, Ethiopia, Somalia, Iraq, and Afghanistan, which is, again, you know, countries... If you think about those other countries, like Venezuela has the highest murder rate in the world, like the highest homicide rate in the entire world. Afghanistan is literally a terrorist state. Uh, Ethiopia, well, has finally just come out of... Mm. This is the 2022 statistics. By the end of 2022, uh, Ethiopia had finally come out of a civil war that had started actually mm. just before we... Just after we went there. When mm. we went there, it was like, oh, Cool. And then so they, you escaped just in time. That's right. They had a they had a socialist uprising there, you know, a communist uprising, and that led to a big civil war and lots of difficulties. But Pakistan is 147th on this list, and 
it is because the country is in serious financial crisis. Wow. Uh, inflation is going through the roof there, and they are con- continually and consistently borrowing money from the countries around them. In fact, the IMF, which is the, it's the International Monetary Fund, which is an American-based thing that helps developing countries when they're in crisis has just like it's the imf along with saudi arabia along with you know the other oil rich countries of the middle Mm. east have invested billions and billions of dollars so a few countries it's not just like one country that's invested in them yeah into pakistan well the thing about pakistan and the reason why these countries probably have a you know an interest to invest is because pakistan has such a large population mm. you know similarly to india india, and, other places, india yeah. and whatnot it's like when those countries when those kinds of countries go through crisis there is huge investments that come in from outside nations now uh there those outside nations obviously want to invest because it's like oh there's a big market there and we're able to to make money through these countries and mm-hmm. the, the big businesses of Saudi Arabia or whatever mm-hmm. it may be uh but you know the the kind of revolution that we've seen in the last 30 years has been China investing into countries that are in you know financial crisis mm. that uh don't have a big population but you know to put them in a debt trap that kind of thing but anyways Pakistan in a terrible situation financially. And as I said in the intro, they have uh, inflation rising 30% year on year. Oh, wow. That's which massive, is isn't it? Like, we're struggling here enough in Australia with inflation yeah, at the it, moment. And look at that. That's huge. 30% year on year is staggering. And something that is noticeable throughout all history, whether it is the Greek Empire, the Roman Empire, or even what we're seeing, like, like all, all throughout the, you know, medieval dark ages, all the way up until the modern age mm. today. And Venezuela is a perfect case study for this. Zimbabwe, if we think about countries that happened very recently, the, one of the keys mm-hmm. to uprisings and to basically the collapse of societies in countries is inflation. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden, when your money that you earn mm-hmm. means nothing, mm-hmm. people become restless mm. and difficult. And it's, it's leading to quite Causes huge rest doesn't it absolutely and there's lots of conflict happening in pakistan and also lots of tragedy happening in pakistan with you know awful monsoons and and crises and 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 really like terrible ecological disasters and so it's left them in quite a dire place with a lot of unrest amongst the population Mm. and when that happens people tend to um, you know, either result to extremism or, you know, there's lots of violence that breaks out. And there was a story about this violence that came out in 2019, well, when it happened. Mm-hmm. And, and in 2021, it had been a, uh, you know, a, a case all the way through that point, which has finally been resolved. And it was the story of a nurse from Pakistan named Tabitha Nazir Gill. Now, she is 32 years old, and basically this footage went viral of her being beaten by her co-workers Mm. in a very, very violent way. Now, how this happened is that she was working in her her hospital, and she's a Christian, Mm -hmm. and she's working in her hospital, and she saw a you know, a, a nurse as well, one of her colleagues, mm-hmm. taking a bribe from a patient to get 
you know, prescription medication that they shouldn't have had. Wow. Uh, which is, which, you know, here in Australia. Yeah, that, if, that was just, would be, you'd almost be dismissed for your job, really. No, 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 I mean, you would be dismissed. No, right. you go to jail that's for right. that. Like here yeah, in Australia. You can't be taking, I mean, you, 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 you're providing a service and you can't yeah. be expecting. Yeah. Here in Australia, like I have, I have a fair few nursing friends. Mm. And if you even have these, pers- like it's mm. some of, some of these drugs, if you even put them in your pocket, mm. And someone sees you do That's that. Right. Like, even if you put it in your pocket to take it to another patient and give it, you would be fired That's for it. that. Like, it is That's really, it. it is such a touchy issue in a situation because, yeah, the abuse of prescription mm. drugs is, is such a blight and it's just an awful thing. Now, she saw this happening and went and confronted her and say, mm. hey, like, this is not okay. Like, this is b- breaking the Hippocratic oath. This is yeah. terrible. This yeah. is, like, awful. And in response to that... The person who she accused uh, of doing this, who she confronted, accused her, Tabitha, of blasphemy. Now, blasphemy mm. in um, blasphemy in Pakistan, which is a Muslim nation, Pakistan has a law against blasphemy. It's um, 295C in the Pakistan Penal Code. If you break that law, the penalty is death. True. It's it's for blasphemy. Yeah, for blasphemy. And now there have been a bunch of cases that have come out of people falsely accusing others for for uh, blasphemy to get them killed. Now she was accused of blasphemy and and was like for insulting the prophet Muhammad. And, and she's like, no, I hadn't done that. And then basically the woman who she had confronted got like rallied together all the rest of the staff of the uh, of the of the hospital and we're like, Hey, this lady is committing, you know, is, is blaspheming against the prophet Muhammad. And they go and they beat the daylights out of her. Like, it's just oh, a the poor woman. It, it was a terror. It was like a, bone and the thing is she, video to watch. it was, it was one person's word against the other. That's wasn't right. it? That's the thing. And, and so then the reason I guess these people felt empowered to then go and beat her up is because it's like, Oh, well, if we don't beat you up, well, the government's going to kill you anyway. So they, they go and beat this lady up and, you know, just, just, just an awful situation. Now, the good ending to the story, the good news is that Tabitha has actually found asylum in North America. Uh, she is, she's gotten Great. out of Pakistan and Great. she is, you know, no longer being persecuted, but it's, it's, Particularly interesting to see the civil unrest in these countries. You see the economic factors mm-hmm. and whatnot, but that particular, you know, when all of those things come together and those those crises of the this crisis in the economy, plus a country that is a church state combined, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we then see mass violence and persecution mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. those who are not following the the agenda or the popular, you know, the religion, majority, the majority of that country, mm-hmm. and so. I think this is really an interesting case study of how things will play out in the future as we see essentially, you know, as we read in God's word that people will hate you and will persecute you for what you believe. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're joined by Danuta, myself, Lawson, and Danuta, can you give us another clue for the quiz? Mm, our next one is, and he said unto me, my blank, so fill in word, my blank is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my blank, that the word of Christ may rest upon me. Mm, mm. Absolutely. 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. And if you do. You'll go into the days of Daniel, the board game, the draw for that, which is happening at 
45 today. Do you want to read that question for us one more time? And he said unto me, my blank is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my blank that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Mm-hmm. And it's found in Second Corinthians. That's the tip I'll give there with that as well. As well, but... It's actually one of my favourite passages. Oh, it's just In fact, beautiful. I did a devotional on that a um, couple of weeks ago mm. at some meetings, mm. um, and yeah, just really powerful verses by Paul. Absolutely, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. We've now come to our interview for today, and we thought we'd do some promotion. For ourselves. Well, by by ourselves, I mean for Faith FM. And we have on the line none other than Phil Pennington from our new show, Talk From The Top. Phil, are you there with us? Yes, I am, guys. Good morning and good morning, listeners. Absolutely, morning. Phil. How, how are you going this morning? You, do, you doing well? You, you kicking I, goals? I, you winning? Yeah, look, doing great. Yeah, I'm just about to leave for the studio. I'm at home here in air and... Uh, it's a beautiful day, and um, it's about an hour and a half drive up to Townsville where the studio wow. is. Yeah, and um, oh, wow. I just couldn't wait to talk to you guys. It was so exciting to be asked to be on the show with you. Absolutely. Now, you've thrown out some names there, and we are getting a geographical location of where you are. You are currently in air, which is very far away. Up from us. Up north. Yeah, up, up north. <laughs> and uh, you are going to be heading even further north to, to Townsville. You're up in this North Queensland area. Yeah, up in beautiful North Queensland. And uh, it's a pleasant drive up to Townsville, up to Bruce Highway. And uh, it's only about an hour and a half commute, which is, I guess, what the normal commute for people that live in metro areas would be. So uh, I'll have a nice, quiet time as I drive up there and um, look forward to work. Ah, amazing. Hey, Phil, before we get into talking about the show, then this this new show that we're doing, Talk From The Top, which maybe you're connecting the dots if you're listening this morning, you know, they're up in North Queensland, Talk From The Top, you know, putting it together. But, uh, Phil, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Oh, well, I'm a um, a retired engineer. I was with Qantas for many, many years. Oh, wow. I got an apprenticeship as an aircraft maintenance engineer with Qantas and worked at the mascot jet base in Sydney. Mm. Uh, Grew up in Sydney at Maroubra Beach. So Mm. (laughs) my years were spent surfing, playing rugby league and going to school. That was about it. Lucky you. (laughs) um, Brought up by my grandparents since I was uh, 18 months old and so they were kind of mum and dad to me and yeah, a bit of a bit of a struggle through the childhood and uh, run off the rails a few times, but uh, God had a plan for my life, and I'm certainly glad He did. Wow, amazing! Tell us a little bit more about that. So you are in Sydney, you're living the the typical like I guess for from me from my perspective the the secular young guy lifestyle, and I I know all about it because I was there. What <laughs> what were those steps that you? took or that God led you through to take you from, you know, not being necessarily interested in following him to becoming someone who I I am very much uh, assuming, but I know is a follower of Jesus today. Yeah, well, it was, it was years later. Uh, I didn't come to know Jesus until I was about 27. Mm. And uh, by that stage, I'd well and truly run off the rails, you know, with drugs and alcohol. And- wow. Uh, I I, um, I used to think to myself, if only I could get a second chance, if only mm. I could get a second chance. And I was invited to a baby dedication at a Pentecostal church for someone I didn't even know. And um, 
after the baby dedication, the sermon was all on second chances. Mm. And he preached out of 2 Corinthians five seventeen. you know, those who are in Christ Jesus, all things have passed away. Behold, all things mm. are new again. Beautiful. Mm. And I heard that, and it, it just went straight to my heart, and I thought, wow, here's, here's a chance to wow. get a second chance because mm. I fucked up so badly and I was in such a bad place. And, you know, in the Pentecostal churches, they have an older call. If you want to give your life to, to Jesus today, you know, come down the front. So I literally run down to the front and gave my life to Jesus that day. Mm. And uh, the turnaround in my life was quite miraculous and quite dramatic. Wow. Yeah, so that's how I came to the Lord. And uh, I've just and, – and by his grace, I've, I've just been going full bore ever since. Ah, uh, I love that. By his grace, full bore ever since. And I, I can totally resonate with that feeling. It's like all of a sudden with this mission that God has given you, it's like let's just, let's just go hard. Let's just – Get it done. Um, you know, we've been, yeah. we've been given an amazing task and amazing, well, we've been given incredible purpose and love and, and value from him, but then also a mission to go forward with. Yeah, I think so. It's a great message if any of the listeners are in, in a similar situation that mm. we were in, you know, completely lost. I, I just want to encourage them to say it is never too late. Mm. Uh, mm. God your life and he'll reach down and touch you in ways that you will you will never understand and never believe, but you, it's real. It happens. Mm. It's happened to millions of people mm. um, throughout history, and uh, it, it will happen to millions more before he comes back. It's about wow. giving God a chance, isn't it, right, really? You know, unless you give him a chance, you don't know what, what the impact is of him in your life. Yeah, you, do, you, you know, it's, you know, um, you know, taste the Lord and say that he's good, and mm. yeah. uh, you've got to give him an opportunity. He wants to do it. Mm-hmm. He, he out to everyone because he doesn't want anyone to perish and he wants to do it he has a great desire for every man woman and child on this planet that has ever been and ever will be Mm. and you've just got to give him the opportunity you've got to let him in in. okay i i'm i'm loving this and and it's amazing you've had this experience now the big question in my mind how did you end up in queensland oh yeah uh well (laughs) i I branched out into civil engineering. I went and got my degree in that as well. Oh, wow. And uh, I stepped away from the airline business for a while, and, and uh, I was working for a company that used to, um, you know, contract engineers out mm. to other companies. And, and I was in South Australia at the time and, uh, you know, moving around all the time, so I couldn't really settle anywhere. Mm. And uh, they said, oh, we're going to send you to North Queensland. Okay, that's great. So I came up here. And um, I, I just fell in love with, with air, the, the people. I found a great church. Uh, mm. I made great friends, and I thought, you know, and I felt God tapping me on the shoulder saying, hey, I've got other things in mind for you. And so I decided to retire mm. and uh, retire in air. And, uh, and that's how I got here and, uh, and made it home. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so you're in air, you're in North Queensland, and now let's talk about your new show on Faith mm-hmm. FM a little bit, which has yeah. Uh, yeah, has come about and unfolded. We, You have been running since last month. Your shows have been airing since last month. How did yeah. how did that come into being? You know, How did you feel called to, to be a part of the Faith FM network and to say, hey, I, I've got something to say, I've got a, a show to present? Yeah, well, the preparation for radio happened quite a long time ago. I was a, mm. I was a um, uh, announcer on uh, a Christian, uh, a Christian radio station in Newcastle, New South Wales, called Rima FM. Sure. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was on there, and I took over from a guy called um, Phil Edwards, who went mm-hmm. on to Vision Vision Christian Radio, mm-hmm. and Phil owned our church, and he said to me, look, you know, I've got this vision, Phil, I, I want to start another station. Can you take my spot at Rima FM? And mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, into radio then, and, and I said, sure, I'll give it a crack, because I say yes to almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll remember that, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome. So I started, uh, I started at Rima FM, and those, those were obviously days of preparation for what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And then years later, uh, Pastor Darren Slade found out, you know, he just was in the process of building a new studio in Townsville, mm. and he was down at the air church and he just jumped straight on me and he offered me the job as producer. And um, so that's how I got involved with the Faith FM family. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. exciting. That's really fabulous. Hey, and we've yeah, even got and, some, and, and, oh, sorry, I, I was just going to say, we've <laughs> even got some love for you coming through on the text line from Feli who <laughs> says, Hi, Phil, you're welcome here in Townsville. So, you know, we've got some love coming through on the text line already, <laughs> Phil. Yeah, let's go. Hey, listen, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. You know, um, <laughs> um, got to give my compliments to Pastor Darren Slade, who, uh, you know, got some funding from, um, um, uh, you know, World Radio mm. uh, to build a studio. And um, the amount of money was good. That could cover all the equipment. Uh, but he he basically built it himself. I mean, mm. this guy's a And he has created, from what I'm told from the other Faith FM guys, from Robbie and Brad, that it's it's the best studio we have in Australia. So it's a real it's a real um, you know Pastor Darren Slade should be should be very proud of that. And and I'm so blessed to be able to work in such a beautiful studio. Okay, amazing. So you have been producing on Faith FM, doing an amazing work there. But now, talk from the top it has has come into being. And, uh, you know, why, what was the, the motivation behind that? And what is it that you guys are trying to, to share through that? Yeah, well, well, talk from the top uh, originated. We've just recently had Big Camp up at Townsville mm. and realized that, you know, all, all the church leaders and all these incredible people are going to be there. Mm. So actively went out and, and seek them out and uh, got them in the studio to interview them. These included pastors, you know, Pastor Goya, who was the, who was mm. the, Speaker, um, many missionary, uh, you know, pastors that work in the outback have just got amazing stories. Mm. Uh, working with the indigenous communities out there in very remote areas, you know, uh, one of the pastors, um, Pastor Rastus, he his area covers two thousand square kilometres. Mm. And, wow, um, that's huge, isn't it? Mm. Massive. Uh, you know, working with the indigenous people, and we got people mm. talking about health and well-being, and um, and you know, church leaders talking about you know, the church itself and, and our outreach. And uh, it was just an incredible time. And we've we done about uh, we've done about 10 interviews um, over the course of Big Camp, and that will continue because, um, you know, I've, I've got, I'm discovering people that I can call into the studio um, a little bit in the future, but not too far away, in the next couple of weeks, do interviews and, and add those to the programming from Talk to the Top. So... Mm. It's really exciting. Hey, Phil, some of our listeners may not know what Big Camp is. Can you just say in a couple of lines, just summarise it really for some of our listeners that may know not know what Big Camp is? Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a gathering of, um, of Adventist believers uh, all in the one place from over a large area. We all come into the, into this one place mm. and um, 
we we had we had we've got motor rooms up there in Townsville on campus, and uh, you know we we pinch we pitch tents and people you know stay in tents and caravans and we 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 pitch two huge tents that we had our group meetings in and it's just a great time to get together with other believers you know for a period of time about nine days and uh you know live all in a community and eat together and go and listen to some fantastic teaching Mm. and wonderful preaching um and you're just you're just under the influence of god and 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 the anointing of god for all that period of time and it's just a wonderful time spent together Mm. as as an extended church family you know and uh, it's not, you know, many of these people come from small churches. And so, you know, when, when you have, um, you know, 400 people or something gathered in, in one big tent all celebrating and worshipping together, it's, it's one of them described as like church on steroids, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Phil, just wondering for some of our listeners, when's the best time to listen um, to your show, Talk from the Top? And just give us briefly the content as well into some more detail. Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's been on around about two thirty. But if you if they if they have their Faith FM uh, radio on their phone, they can go in and um, have a look at the programs there. You'll see talk from the top. It's got a, a picture of the Great Barrier Reef, and it's got talk from the top. And if they click on that, yep. they can go in and see all the episodes of Talk from the Top, and they can go top to bottom, or they can selectively pick out the mm. ones they want to. Into. So it's we've tried to make it quite easy for people to find mm. and uh, yeah so it's uh, quite easy to access that's yeah right. amazing that's a weekly on tuesdays from 2 30 p.m that you can listen yeah. to phil and talk from the top and the amazing things that is happening in that space you know maybe you're a you're a queenslander or a north queenslander we've already had you know coming through on the text line you want to hear about hey what's happening in my city or you're from another place yeah. around australia and you want to hear about how god is working in these spaces again that's 2 30 on tuesday Phil, thank you so much for joining us this morning and telling us all about it. Oh, look, I thank you for the opportunity. It was just wonderful to speak to you guys and to spend some time with your listeners. Mm. And, uh, yeah, just keep up the good work. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Absolutely. And hopefully we can get up to North Queensland in the future and, and record an episode of Talk from the Top. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.